you guys I totally would like agree Marty to wear all the clothes he possibly can during the Tough Mudder, do not reply <laughs> to the question, how would you wear two pairs of shoes? And he'll do that. Yeah, oh gosh, we still need to figure out how that happens. Yeah, people, come on, get, get back at us. <laughs> I just want to come in here and say, he didn't say no, but he did say, Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, oh gosh, yeah. Close enough. Let the games begin. We're back. Episode 8. We, uh, uh, for me, it felt like it was about no time at all. Also, we're back to Monday and we're recording. But episode 8, plans are optional. I'm Andrew, joined by Marty and Neil. I can't believe uh, we made it guys... to 8. <laughs> I think it's 8, right? Yeah, I, I yep. could have sworn this was going to last like three, but hey, we're here. <laughs> Can't get rid of us now. I didn't I didn't think it was going to stop anytime soon, but once you just look back and actually you've gone somewhere, it's almost two full months, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to us. We have 250 listens or downloads so far. I'll take that. Happy two-month anniversary. Okay, so do we have a guess? When it comes to our twelfth episode, how many listens or downloads we're gonna have? Mm. Yeah, what do you got? Fifty. Three fifty. Neil says three fifty. What about you, Marty? You know, well, eight episodes. It's about thirty right now. We're averaging about thirty an episode, so um, hundred twenty. I want to say three seventy. I'm gonna go with four hundred. That's okay. I I hope I hope you're right. I hope we start picking. So this up. somebody out there, if you're listening, you need to listen to the same podcast ten times. <laughs> yeah, to help on, to help Andrew please. get a get get a higher higher number. I, I I wrote those down so we can take a look on the twelfth uh, episode and see where we get. I think that'd be fun, at the very least. Anyways, how's your guys' week? Mine was great. Um, long, exhausting tiring um again i was gone for a conference with uh 58 kids this time um but you know it was my youth and government trip so i was in olympia with a lot of kids doing some mock legislation and just having a good time neil what what kind of mock legislation do you guys put out there uh the kids write bills uh whatever they deem to be important or whatever they want to debate and then they meet up with kids from around the state. There's about 550 in total. And mm-hmm. they stand up and do parliamentary <laughs> procedure, follow Reed's rules or Robert rules of order, um, and essentially stand up, propone this legislation. People debate, ask questions of them, and then they decide whether or not they want to pass it or not. Um, for the older kids, they have to pass it in both the House and the Senate. And then if they're representative, they can't go on the Senate floor, so somebody else has to propone it for them and all this stuff. So they're reenacting our state government, and they're in the halls of the actual state capitol. So it's a really cool experience. They get to be in the marble buildings and sitting in the desks on the floor, and nobody else really gets to do that. So um, the kids grow a lot with confidence, public speaking, um, how to argue with each other, communicate, um, learn to disagree and agree with each other, and talk about ideas um really cool and then on friday night they have a dance under the rotunda in the capitol building which is amazing because the halls are made of marble 
so it gets really yeah. loud. And, it is cool in there. Um, I mean, it's so it's like the coolest prom you're ever going to go to or anything. And so um, for the older kids, it really means something because it's kind of like their last hurrah together. Um, but I have eighth grade through juniors right now in the program. Next year, I'll have my first batch of seniors that will leave the program. So um, next year will be really emotional. Uh, this year was just a lot of fun. I took 58 kids, and that was 18 more than the next largest delegation. So I took the most kids to this conference. So You're making this sound all way too positive. So I want you to tell me. It doesn't have to be someone from your group. What was the most ridiculous bill that was introduced? Uh, this year, the one that I saw debated was... Uh, what was it? It was... Uh, on plastics and um, preventing the death of sea turtles. And the argument got skewed to incorporating the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That, you know, there wasn't a lot of debate in this particular chamber. So some kids were coming in to try to, they were lobbyists. And so they were trying to lobby against the bill to like spark more conversation. And so one of the lobbyists, one of my kids, of course, uh, was going, you know what? We should put more plastic in the ocean because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, look at them. Look at the trouble they cause and all the... And they're teenagers. Like, imagine when they're full-grown turtles and just it got crazy and spurred a lot of debate. So it was good times, good fun. <laughs> um, okay. But I will say the thing that um, kind of capped off the whole week Um so I came back to work today, and I opened my office door. 1,822 balloons were in my office. Kids, while I, were, while I was gone from all over the school, were blowing up balloons and chucking them in my office. And it's ridiculous. It's like the scene right out of Patch Adams. Yeah. Um, it was so you're literally 18, that. 122. You mean like 1,822, right? Yes. 1,822 wow, like balloons. <laughs> That's a lot of balloons. Yeah. No, there's a, a there's, lot of. There's pictures on Facebook. You must have a pretty big office. <laughs> it's, it's not... What's the what's the average volume of a of just a balloon, a party balloon? It's probably a, a gallon cubic, and a half, one cubic foot, maybe. So, oh, maybe what are, are we in metrics here or what are <laughs> we in America, now? Neil? We're in America. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> we, we do pounds, pounds per square bullets shot per hour or something. Well, well, I mean, a standard 12, 12 by 12 office is probably going to have about 1800 cubic feet. I'd say right. this so office how big, is about how eight by is, 15. 8 by 15. I mean, Presumably you have things full. in your office. Yes, it's it was full though. I'll post a picture on Facebook here um cuz it's it's pretty massive. Okay, so how did you did you how did you get rid of them? I'm assuming you just went in with a couple tacks and went mad popping, right? Um, Flamethrower, well, I would assume. Well, yes, no, I, I couldn't I couldn't go to. <laughs> so, it's also testing week right now and so I have to be quiet. And then... What about between periods? Unfortunately, too, there there was a school shooting last week. And so, um, you know, out of the, the STEM school in Colorado. And so 
when you're popping that many balloons, it kind of sounds like a gunshot. And so my office is made of A balloon sounds nothing like a gunshot. But when you're putting off a lot of them and like going around and just like, I was trying to be judicious here. Um, and yes. It, okay, so how did you get rid of the balloons? <laughs> I, I took a pair good. of scissors and I sat on the floor and just like was cutting off the ends of each balloon. Um, so you just got this sad little every time. <laughs> yes. Sometimes they, 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 they popped, but I mean, I sat there and some kids helped, some library TAs helped and they... So is that how you know there's 1,822 because you counted every single one? The teachers who sat there and, uh, oh, wow, there's a custodian vacuuming right outside my door, even though I said there's a recording in progress. That's so nice of them. Um, That's okay. Bring him in for an interview. They, The teacher who was kind of helping supply all of these balloons, and this was a student-run endeavor, like the students plan this they started planning this in october it sounds like um but probably took them that long just to blow them all up actually from what i was told it only took them about three days because they had so many students who wanted to help how long until you get a cold i i don't know (laughs) over under five days i'm gonna take the under (laughs) i hope not I have a lot to do this week. <laughs> next next episode, you're gonna be all bunged up as Neil. All would say. sniffly. Yeah, oh. I mean, so it's Neil. You've been quiet. How was your week? I was just marveling at Maddie's very interesting and wholesome story about balloons. There, um, it's quite a thing. Uh, my week was was good. Yeah, it, it feels like a year ago since we lasted the podcast to me. Um, oh, really? For no reason, because I don't remember anything that happened. Um, to be honest, but pretty pretty standard week. Just been busy working. You know, the four letter word as it goes. I was sick on the weekend, so I lost half my weekend to that, which kind of sucks. But you were able to do something with your time on the weekend, right? I was, because I was so ill on sat- on Saturday. Um, my plan originally was to go out, take my kids out, and get organized for Mother's Day. You know, get, have them pick a gift and get some things. And um, none of that worked out, because I was completely stuck in bed. And um, so instead, I, I watched season one of Game of Thrones. Um and that was cool. Apart so, from the fact that I felt like garbage, but it was still cool. It took so me last, off. Can you say garbage again? Sorry? Can you say garbage again? Garbage. Oh, man. And you said you said it like a Boston accent, and it just, I just loved it, and I wanted to hear it again, oh. but you didn't say it. <laughs> it's because he's not from Boston. I know. Anyways, uh, last last episode, we talked about how I should actually watch Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're a little ahead of me. I have seen the whole first season. That's the only season I had ever seen. But I did start rewatching it. I got to episode five. So I have some work to do. But that's like five hours in a week. I feel yeah. like I did my part. That's reasonable. I mean, there's a lot to go. It's like if you do five every week, we'll have another 
probably more than eight podcasts done by then. Yeah. And well, it's, you know, this week also the fourth season of Lucifer came out and that's a guilty pleasure watch for me. So uh, a lot uh, of people I, have recommended that show to me. I've only made it through like two episodes on the new season. So it's not like I just powered through that either. I, I, I guess I just didn't really watch too much when it comes yeah. down to it. I watched enough, but not not too much. What are you doing with your life, man? You're like going outside and stuff, yeah. or you should be watching TV. <laughs> Every now and again, I, <laughs> I go outside and experience the world. It's the oh. craziest thing. Ouch. Um, yeah. No, I know. No, it's uh. It's but like summer's the first five back. episodes. First five episodes. It's just as good as I remember. It, it is some... really good. I mean, one thing I will say, having rewatched the first season and also watching the latest episodes as it's all wrapping up, is you know it gives you a bit me a bit more context because that you know it was literally like six or seven years ago that I saw that. So it's interesting to see those characters. All the actors look super young, and you know you, you kind of remember what they used to be like um, since having developed as characters. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so as far as us recapping it or going in and talking about the, ep- the episodes, we haven't really talked actually since last week, like we played a little bit of Rocket League, but we didn't really talk about the podcast, but as far as recapping or going through these episodes, um, is Marty going to be watching along with us? No, no. I did my rewatch like earlier in the like winter, like okay. January. Okay. I'm, so I'm not going to sit there and rewatch them again just now yeah you are like no yeah you are. no i'm not no okay so well i i mean i don't think it's worthwhile <laughs> yeah. to sit down and talk about every episode individually because that would take a long time and then this would be, just be a game of thrones podcast which would be fun but uh, i'm sure there's plenty of those though mm-hmm. there's plenty of those so oh, how do you how do you guys propose we go about covering episodes or talking where i've gone through well, i'd with, say uh what's your uh What's kind of your favorite thing that just happened? Or like the shocking twist that just happened? Uh, well, nothing's shocking for me on this first one, for sure. I, I just kind of, I already know where it's going, but I guess watching the first season, being reintroduced to some of these characters, um, how much I appreciate Ned Stark as a character. How much of... Um, no, just how moral he is. Well, he he was season one, right? Because I was thinking about that too, and I was because you know how shocked everyone was at the time when yeah. when Ned Stark, you know, was killed <laughs> when he died in the book. I was so pissed. I was yeah. like, you know that, but that's like you get the real first taste of what what right. this ride's gonna be. And I was so pissed off on the, in the first book when I was when they killed him off. I was like, you know, I'm, I guess I'm fine with the characters dying, but. I knew I had four other books to go and my favorite character is not going to be in them. And, um, and in the book, you've, you've invested even more time because it probably takes you four or five times longer to read the book than watch the, the TV show. So you must be yeah. super mad. You're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I was saying, like, sorry, like, like I was saying, I, I think that um, what made it so interesting, because when you think back, all the other characters hadn't really established themselves that well in season one um, as we came to know them, except maybe Tyrion, um, maybe Jamie. But like to have him just 
killed when he was so central to the entire plot development of season one was just it was just great really he yeah. was season one there was as, as, yeah he was, was exactly like <laughs> yeah absolutely and then uh you know you brought up Tyrion, and you know i love Tyrion as a character and seeing what he's going through right now being uh being taken by caitlin stark and just very unfortunate it's so many things i think about like there's a big lack of communication that goes on in, in these books. Well, you got to remember it. Everything's by horse or, or uh, raven. By raven. So. Yeah. Well, ravens are pretty quick, all right? No, but not that quick. I don't. Have you ever raced one? Nope. Don't plan oh. to. They're you big. can race. People race ravens? I don't think they do. They oh, race okay. pigeons. There's I know. Pigeons. Yeah, my granddad used to race pigeons when I was younger. Did you ever? Uh, do you ever have to uh, clean the pigeon coop? Nope. See, I, I worked with this guy when I was younger, and uh, I had to clean his pigeon coop, and he had homing pigeons. So I don't know how many he had. Probably mm-hmm. around, you know, fifty to seventy-five pigeons. And that, thinking back on it, I can't believe I did that because <laughs> you know how it gets in the summertime. Pretty gross. Right? It's, yeah. it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Yeah. It's good work, Hosen. though. Molded me into the character I am today. Was it Mike Tyson that you were working for? No, no, no. not at all. Oh, what? What does he do? That? Yeah, yeah. he's a good, he's a fond, very, very fond, uh, famous for his pigeons. He loves his pigeons. Mm-hmm. I did. I learned that today. That's a fact. I just learned. Huh. But, no. What? What about you guys? Uh, jobs. What was your first job, Neil? My first job, um, well, I did not I did a, we had a program at school when we were, I think, 13 or 14, where we just went out to a business and were placed for a couple of weeks. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call that a job because legally, I wasn't legally old enough to work at that point. Um, Have you seen The Inbetweeners? Yes. And I love that. It is one of so my is it like comedies that pro- ever. Is it like that program, like where he goes and studies in a shop or he's, you know, placed in a shop? for uh for a week right exactly it was exactly like that yeah (laughs) except i (laughs) i chose lots everyone was like oh i'm gonna choose this business or go to my dad's company or whatever and i'm just thinking what can i get for free because because you don't get paid right so the in the end i'm like i know i'll go and wait tables at a at a pizza hut and i'll get free pizza so that's and tips so that's what i did and i got free pizza and tips and then i'd take my tips every day (laughs) And I'd go to the arcade, which was right around the corner, the the video game arcade, and I'd play video games with my tips. It was awesome. Ladies not, and gentlemen, uh, that's how you know Neil's old that there was an arcade. I know. Back I in went the to day. an arcade this weekend. Oh yeah, was it a Dave and Buster's type bar? thing? No, it wasn't. Really, it was very family friendly. Uh, but uh, so okay, but first paying job. That wasn't the tips. Yeah, yeah. First, first paying job first I had was a uh, was a uh, in high school. I worked in a bookstore. Oh, which which was actually a great scam because um, it was a two story bookstore, and the second story, which is where I I was placed, was actually at the back of the store was where the stairs were, and I kid you not, eighty percent of the patrons didn't know there were two levels, so. And there was, so people would go in and the downstairs on the weekend was super busy and upstairs was all the nonfiction, um, history, stuff like that. 
Um, and so me and the, 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 so it was me and eight girls, eight all of my age, all high school girls. Um, I was the only guy. So you can imagine this was like the best job ever. And I just got to stay up in on the second story, reading books and just hanging out and occasionally serving a customer um, when they figured out that there was actually a, another level. Did, did all eight girls work at the same time? Yes. Because how, how it, does a bookstore have nine employees? Well, it, it's the it was the English equivalent of a Barnes and Noble. Um, it wasn't oh. anywhere near as large as that. It was a lot smaller. Um, but okay. it, yeah, there was enough there that with the you know people going on lunch, people uh, cleaning the shelves and restocking the books, and then people serving. I think we had about five downstairs and a manager, and then two or three upstairs. Um, and then also we'd take deliveries. So trucks would come in the back and we'd just go out back and, you know, unpack the books um, and then put them in the right place and stuff. Not so at lie. no point did you not put little arrows pointing to the They had the a stairs. sign by the stairs, but the way it was, it was at the very back right-hand corner. And it was just so unassuming and they weren't like very wide stairs. It wasn't like, you know, people just didn't didn't do it. And also... Because it was upstairs, and obviously from a money perspective, they put all the books people wanted downstairs. Because yeah, you know, they, so so half the people didn't want to go upstairs, and the other half of the people, or the other half of the half of the people, didn't know there was an upstairs. So, so it's kind of opposite of a grocery store. Grocery store, you put the milk in the back, but a bookstore, statistically, someone's probably only going to buy one book. So, let's put the best sellers up front. You know? Yeah, you would. You put all the best sellers and all the all the popular fiction stuff like that would all be right at the front but it, it was a cool job we got to meet a few authors over the time because they'd, they'd come in for signings um and got to hang out with um a bunch of random girls from a different school <laughs> after work on saturday nights it was great <laughs> you you are the man no, what about really you? i just, I just leapt into that is. when he said he was gonna like he worked with eight girls on the one floor i was like immediately thought of the friends episode like in the library where ross goes to check out his dissertation and that's the makeout spot and i just imagine neil <laughs> like with these eight girls yeah. just in the <laughs> it wasn't actually like that but you know it was it was cool but that yeah that was my first job that was the second reference of friends by marty the second Good already job. i think so in in the podcast. okay marty Mart yeah, in, uh, in the obviously, but Marty was your first paying job. Uh, has to it has to be appropriate. Well, I you did work with kids now. Okay, I'll keep it appropriate. I won't talk about the real first job that I no kids. Um, the when I was little, I had a paper route for it was like a classified, like local newspaper thing called the byline. Did you, but that doesn't? Really did you count. have to fold the papers? Yeah. We had to make, actually, like, sorry to interrupt, that was actually my first job too. I forgot about that. I did exactly Folded that and delivered like 500 papers every Thursday. Yeah, was it annoying how black your hands got from folding yes. papers? Absolutely. Um, I never. Th I, I did a paper route for one week just to cover for a friend. And I thought it was all right, but that was so annoying just how black your hands got. I never thought once just to put gloves on. I was, I was young and dumb, obviously. Oh, we uh, got, I got paid nine bucks a day. That's big money back then. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. That was based on the volume, I take it. But, I mean, that was also back in the day. No, that was just up the flat rate per route. That's what you got. Nine bucks. Okay. 
So oh. if you had a route that had like a hundred on and someone else had a route with five hundred, then the five hundred guy kinda gets screwed. Yeah, and I was the guy with like five hundred. Um But I mean that oh, was back dramatic in the day as always, Marty. When I was playing magic, so those that money didn't go very far. <laughs> it got me a few packs of cards a month. Well, if it makes you feel better, if you'd save those packs and not open them, they would be worth a shit ton of money. Well, and I also live in the town, and I'm from the town where magic was invented. And so when I was younger, my brother would go down to the local comic book shop and he would meet and get, like, hang out with all the play testers. Um, and so he always had a fairly good, like, stack of cards and everything. And. So I had some I had some pretty good access to some cards of trading and whatnot when I got something that my brother wanted and whatnot. But I also started on like I came in on like the second or third expansion mm-hmm. and then I got out uh before Mirage. Right about Mirage when that came out. So I was I don't know what that is. It was and I played for about two or three years. And then I traded my cards with a buddy who wanted to get into magic cards but he had star wars cards so we just did an even swap and so um looking back on that what was that that was called was that called rebel something uh no it's just star wars customizable card game for decipher um looking back i got the worst end of the deal because the magic cards are worth stuff and the star wars cards are not but i'm the difference between the games, I like the Star Wars one better. What about the emotional value, Marty? Uh, yes, I would go with the Star Wars one. Like, uh, I yeah. still miss came out playing ahead. the Star Wars game. So, um, but I'm saying for like card value wise, I missed out. But anywho, it doesn't matter. I mean, I had some pretty good stuff. Um, but that I mean the the byline that paper route doesn't really count. Um, as my first job, I would say my first real job. Uh, would be working at Pizza Hut. I was a delivery driver, and so Andrew had the same life, Marty. I know. You, you, um, we had a paper route also on Thursdays, and then pizza. And I also worked for uh, Barnes and Noble in college <laughs> at a bookstore. So, um, but yeah, I delivered pizzas uh, my senior year of high school. And so, you know, Andrew got to enjoy some of the fruits of that labor of getting some pizza periodically and whatnot. Um, That's true. Growing up. So um, when I was when I was younger, Marty is a little bit older than me. And so Marty could drive before I could. So I was always riding around with Marty. And I remember his his car, his pickup was always smelling like Pizza Hut mm-hmm. all the time, which when I was a kid, I didn't really care. But. Now, I'm now that I have my no willpower, <laughs> it's probably dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was that was my first job, and it was a good job. I mean, I kept at it for a year, a little over a year. Um, didn't go back to it when I came back from college. Got different jobs, but um, I got to learn the town really well. And you know, it's a small back, town. This is back when. You knew uh, it by then. This is back when the I I do you I have do you have any out. good stories like any any. Funny or yeah, weird, who who is the weirdest stories? customer? Um, oh shoot, there is a few. Um, I do, I, I do remember that some people would answer the door in just a towel, which I found a little strange. 
Um, but okay. Um, and another driver got uh, a portable CD player as a tip one time. That was like, what? That's, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> like, they were just like, here. And he came, the driver came back and was like, uh, does anybody want this? Like, I don't know why they just gave this to me as a tip. It was probably stolen or something, but I mean, it was. Anywho, I mean, that was more people answered their towels or answered the door in towels um than i would have ever thought like come on put have on your shorts to the door in a towel mm, not for I, food i, I for what? and i'm when i say like in a <laughs> towel i mean like fresh out of the shower like <laughs> yeah it's anywho <laughs> <laughs> Not for that, but <laughs> Andrew, what about you? Oh, well, you said pigeons, cleaning uh, pigeons. Well, let me think. Yeah, that job I worked for five bucks an hour. Is a guy that had a few cows, some chickens, and pigeons. So I mostly just did lawn care maintenance and random tasks around the property, whatever need to be done. Um, it was it, it was fine. Like I said, five dollars an hour is great. I was in middle school then. I was. I'd start that in sixth grade, and I did that for oh. about three years. I remember that. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. I, I got the chance. I was working with a friend of mine, so a lot of it was just good memories working with a friend. Um, Hanging great. out. <laughs> yeah. Picking up pigeon poop. <laughs> so. But, no. Uh, anything else in, during your week, Neil? I kind of got off track there. No, not really. There was I've okay. just been churning away on my new little adventure, uh, posting YouTube videos and spreading garbage uh, images around the internet. That's right. <laughs> and, I need um, to subscribe to that. I subscribed. Yeah. I like. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going all uh, right actually. I actually I did a, I did a, a a bad thing. I guess you call it a bad thing. Um, you know, you can buy like views on YouTube or subscribers. To sort of give yourself a little bump, right? If you, you know, basically spending money on marketing, so what? I did that. Not not many, just like a thousand views or something, just to see if when you when a video gets views, if it if it then starts to sort of you know pick Propel up more itself. views. Yeah. Um, so so what, how, what happened? I well, I, it only sort of came in a day or two ago, um, so it's hard to tell. Um, so I don't know. Well, I'll see. I'm just, I'm just sort of having fun with it. It's kind of interesting. I'm just enjoying building the, building the system as well. So, so are you it, streaming on Twitch yet? Or no, I need to uh, get enough memes, um, quality memes approved within the system. So I think right now I have about six hundred, but I want to get. I need to get to probably about six thousand before I could stream anything. Um, but I'm not really in a rush, so I'm just sort of chunk. You know, I'm just going through day by day doing 50 here 50 there so yeah well cool little, cool little project <laughs> good um, luck <laughs> what's that i said good luck yeah good luck i know yeah That'll well take some time. no i think 50 a day um what's that 10 in a month you'll be you know you'll be 1500 you'll be done 1500 i mean you looked at 350 memes and watched the entire first season of Game of Thrones this week. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. 
It's all right. So. Yeah. No, well, I've had free time because I, I was telling Marty before the podcast, my daughter's finished track. Um, and Saturday I was sick, but she she woke up and she she was kind of lost. She didn't know what to do with herself because we had nowhere to go. So she starts doing her own track in the backyard. So she's running around our pool. She did 80 laps, which she computed uh, is about four miles. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I thought that was quite, quite cute. Yeah. That's a big pool <laughs> if it's four miles. Yeah, I, I think it was more than 80. She she did it throughout the day, like on and off. Um, but I told her that it was about, the circumference was probably about 40, 40 meters. So she did the math from there. All right. So it's 40 meters and 40 laps would be about a mile. So you'd have to do maybe a hun- like 160 laps to do four miles. Oh, get, guess what happened this week, guys? What? What? We got an answer on... How do you wear two pairs of shoes? Oh, no way. Really? Yep, yep. We got an answer. And so the answer was uh, wear a pair of shoes regularly and then have the other pair of shoes tied together, the laces tied together around your neck. Oh, yeah. Which I, makes sense. It'd but, probably I be mean, the easiest way about it. But I want to I wanna argue this because the, the article was about a girl, a woman. Do... Are you saying, okay... I go I go ahead, Marty. When I when I when go, I think go like ahead. shoes and women's shoes, I think like straps and like not shoelaces. Like, okay, but how's that arguing the point? They can still have shoes how do you, with shoelaces. How do you, how do you on on tomorrow take a look at the shoes that women are wearing and count up how many have shoelaces and how many don't. Well, I mean, are we talk we're talking an older professional woman here. I mean, yeah, she's going on vacation. She was what thirty. 30 in her 30s. And I'm sorry, she can't have been that professional if she decided to wear her, <laughs> her suitcase on an airplane. That's a fair point right there. Touche. Anyways, Touche. Anyways, the fact is that it happened. And Marty, you said once we got that answer, you'll don all the clothes. Can we expect this by the next podcast? Did I? I want you to go back and find the, find the, uh, I want you to find that audio. Are you a man of of your word, Marty? I just yeah. don't remember that I said that. I think Andrew's putting putting words in in this podcast. Okay, okay. If I do find this, yes. do I get to add anything extra onto it? No, I just will then try to match the the. Um... No, I th- I think if I go through the time of finding that audio, I should get to add ex- something extra. That seems it's fair. not going to take you very long. It'll take you an hour at the most. Yeah, an hour of my time. That's a episode of Game of Thrones, Marty. That's two hundred and fifty memes you could have. You can do this while watching Game of Thrones. No, because I'm listening to Game of Thrones, not listening to our podcast. Well, okay, fine. Anywho, I'll just find it, and you'll do it. So, anywho, to change the subject, I posted the picture of my office full of balloons on the Facebook page. You're going to have to be a man of your word, Marty. I'm bringing it back to this. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> what What do you mean, we'll see? You find if the audio. I, if I find the audio, will you do it? I mean, I don't really have a choice in this. Wow, I see the picture. That is a great, a lot of balloons. Although it isn't actually up to the Neil, ceiling. Neil, you can't let I him really... get off track. Sorry, sorry. 
Marty. Neil, Neil, that was also after I kicked out a bunch of balloons. No, Marty. To start Marty. Yeah. You need. Will you do it if I find the audio? What am I doing again? You're wearing as many clothes as you can and posting a picture to, I, I guess, our Facebook site. All right. I will try to beat the the amount of clothes that the woman wore in the post. I will. Okay. All right. I might, even, I might even go for three pairs of shoes. Are you, did you say you're, you'll do it, Neil? I'll do it just for a laugh. You know, if you're going to do it, I'm going to have to do it too. So I'll see how many clothes I can get on. I, I don't know. I don't feel like I have a lot of really big puffy clothes because I live in California, so they don't. You don't want big of... puffy clothes. You want to fit on as much as you can. No, so no. Is, well, is you want to get a... this. I want to get the thin ones on and then build up, right? And then. Okay, I'm not going to tell you my strategy right now, but are we going to make this a competition? Who gets the we most? Could. The thing is, we, how we can to, you visually represent it? Cause, it though. Yeah, because the outer layer is all you see, really. Yeah, so, I mean, we have to be honorable. You can't just be like, I swear yeah. to God, I have 50 pairs of underwear on. I'm not putting on 50 pairs of underwear. I don't own that many. <laughs> okay. All right. This is going to be fun. This is going to be also uncomfortable. It'll be a good laugh. Maybe oh, my man. kids will join in. And then, I'll, <laughs> and then we'll all get yelled at. Plans are okay. optional. Now a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, um, where kids get caught in the net and wear lots of clothes. <laughs> all right, this is gonna be good. I kind of <laughs> want to just end the podcast and start putting on clothes. It's getting hot not too. Like... You're not wearing any clothes. <laughs> no, no, I want to put on all the clothes, not just the clothes I have on. So, all right. <laughs> well, now that we have that settled, expect to see that on the social media. Thanks to Peter Andrews, who finally answered. Oh, all right. Leave it. Leave it to Peter. Yeah. See, Peter, he's come through in the in the clutch moments here. He has. So. I'm I'm kind of surprised Jacob hasn't, and some other people haven't commented more. Well, Jacob uh, had one comment about how he liked that we changed the name yes. of our show. Mm-hmm. But I think once we stopped changing the name of the show, he probably lost interest. Probably lost interest. Yeah, that was he the only find only anymore. thing he liked. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Jake. Next week on Random Ramblings. No, no, that's not the podcast name. I vetoed no. that. That was horrible. Uh, yeah, no, it's not happening. Um, But you said you had an article. One article. You had one article. First time in eight episodes. Yeah, I lied. I actually have three, but I'm only going to share one. So you only have one. You're only going to share one. Um... <laughs> Well, on Wednesday, three are posting, so I'll kind of briefly go over what they were. But um, number one article, or the article for the week, that I wanted to talk about and kind of get your... um, So Mother's Day was yesterday. And for those of you that do not know, there is a baseball team in San Diego called the Padres. San Diego Padres. So for Mother's Day... They changed their name to the Madres, because in Spanish, Padres means father. Um, San Diego had a, had a mission. They changed their name on their jerseys and their Twitter handle to the Madres. In the time that they changed their Twitter handle to the Madres, somebody else claimed it. 
What? Sorry? What was that? So in the time that they changed the Twitter, Twitter handle from San Diego Padres or whatever to San Diego Madres, someone else claimed San Diego Padres. Yep. Well, that they should have seen that one coming, frankly. <laughs> so why why didn't they have a backup where they have an account ready to go to take it over as soon as they switch over to San Diego right. Madres? And, and this the, was that, some poor planning. It sounds like an inside job to me. That's what the article goes o- goes over, and it's like you know, most people freeze it or have Twitter freeze the handle, so you can't take. Anywho, they did not freeze the handle. So this guy, um, oh my goodness, what's his name here? Ricky Padilla from Calvin College, um, who's going to be the class of twenty twenty one, claimed claimed the name at Padres on twitter for a few hours before things happen so my question is like what's something you've done and then immediately regretted like oh no and then you've had to spend a lot of time undoing it uh something that i've done that led to instant regret and took a lot of time to undo Shit. <laughs> it's a deal. Like, where do I start? I'm <laughs> like, do, how long do we have? I don't think I have enough battery power left on my, my laptop for that. Oh, that's a, that's a big question. There's a lot. I mean, I don't really feel like I have a life with a lot of regrets, actually. Um, so maybe my mindset hampers this a little bit, but I'm sure there's something. I just have to think of it. I just don't yeah. have any specific anecdotes I, I mean, now. I have a couple of very boring, nerdy ones which really pertain to to technology um, because in my line of work, I have the ability to to break a lot of things. Um, and I have done that once or twice. Really one time I remember most clearly where I literally, I, I went back to work at a, co- a company I'd worked for in the past. They had a new... Um, it was just around the time when um, big data was becoming a, a thing and they had lots of servers with all this distributed data. I don't want to bore our audience to death with this, but um, long story short, this system didn't really, it's like, you know, delete everything command. And instead of like, are you sure you want to delete everything? Yes or no? Because of the way that, that it worked, it just deletes everything. Um, and I think I'd been back for two days and... I did that. I just deleted everything. And as soon as I hit the button, I realized, you know, it took about two seconds. And then my heart just sort of dropped through the floor. And I was just like, oh, my God. And it's, it's unrecoverable. There's no way to stop it because you, you're basically issuing a command on your computer. And it's going out and um, deleting all of the bits of everything on, you know, hundreds of servers. And so they're all deleting things as I'm sitting at my desk. And I'm just thinking, wow everything's currently being deleted from the, you know this data that, that we had um so that i regretted that there was no way back from it um but that was a regret i didn't lose my job or anything <laughs> no you had to no. fix everything i just you, that's, that's yeah, job you know, security right there <laughs> yeah you delete everything we have to put it all back again oh man uh there's a lot of little things nothing as big as losing your major trademark franchise handle on Twitter. Um, <laughs> nothing like that. 
it's nothing compares to that. That's just huge. Um, uh, I do not know. Uh, well, I mean, I've I've spilled soup on my computers before, um, but you just sit there for a while and you're disappointed because you have no soup, and then you also lost a computer. <laughs> the uh, soup—that's that the real one. killer. It's like ninety-nine percent computers. It's the lack of soup. I was so I was like maybe it was towards the end of the semester in college, and um, I had my laptop hooked up to my tv as a monitor in my room and i i don't even know how it happened but i spilled the soup and it was towards the end of the semester so i didn't really need it anymore fortunately uh, i think i had finished pretty much everything up but that summer i was taking an online class when i was in i was taking i was doing an internship that was across the state and renting a place so i didn't know if i'd have access to a computer so i had to get a computer pretty quickly after that but i just remember sitting there for like 10 minutes looking at it because there's nothing else I could do. <laughs> um, that's not really a good story though. Um, I don't know. Is is there any way for me to get back about this and think about this for a while? Um, I mean, you could tweet about it. <laughs> you guys, Marty, do you even follow me on Twitter? I follow the, <laughs> the plan optional plans at optional plans. So then why didn't you reply when I said the two-shoe thing? Because I just answered. looked at it for the first time a minute ago. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> well, um, I'll tell you mine real quick while you uh, think a little bit um, or how you want to get back to them. Um, oh, yeah, I think a lot. So uh, it was one of my summers I was trying to find a job or something, and my aunt and uncle, they live in the Tri-Cities, and they have a boat. And, you know, my mom and I and some others, we went up and we went boating um, at the confluence where the Snake River and the Columbia River come together. And we're sitting up there and we'd been uh, kneeboarding and doing some other stuff. And, you know, it was time to bring it out, everything in and whatnot. And I'm sitting up the dock and I'm like, have a towel over my legs. And I'm, I just got my phone and I had also just been to a job interview and everything. I was trying to set everything up for the summer. And next thing I know, my mom's like, ah, quick, quick, grab it. And I just kind of shot up and was like trying to like figure out what she was yelling about grabbing. And my phone, like, cause you know, if you get like the phone, it like, it was on my towel, but like had my knees together a little bit. And then when I got up, like it flung the phone onto the deck and then like skipped. And then when I shot up, my mom's like the bottle of water, grab it. And I was like, what and then i go and i realized that the phone had just like shot across this deck and i run and i hear a clunk and i like it just out of my reach and i get to it reach down and i try to scoop the phone out and i'm looking down laying on the dock and i watch the phone just sink out of my reach about like 20 feet down (laughs) Like something just ridiculous. And I just look at my mom. She goes, well, did you at least grab the bottle of water? And I just looked at her. I was like, (laughs) you had it open. Like, it was going to float. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not like she was like, Marty, throw your phone in the water, then save the bottles. It's not like that's what she wanted to Right. I mean, but it it was one of those things of just like, and I had just like come from the job interview, like, two three hours before 
So like that was the, and I was like, I gotta go get a new phone. <laughs> to this day, that's the only phone I've lost. But that was one that I just kind of instantly was just like, oh, I instantly regretted that one a lot. I got offered the job, but I didn't yeah, have to take the job. But anywho, on a similar note, when my wife got the new, I think it was the iPhone six plus. It was a, or maybe the seven, about a year year and a half ago as soon as she got it my young son at the time he's like three i think picked up the phone and walked over and dropped it in the dog in in the bowl of dog dog's bowl of water so that sucked my my sister i don't know what made him do that but you know kids (laughs) one of my sisters just got back from vacation she was down along the west coast um i tried calling her I was trying to call anyone in my family because I went over there to go feed some birds and uh, I was trying to get a hold of my, my mom. They're her birds and I couldn't get a hold of her. So then I was going to call my sister because usually if my mom doesn't answer, she'll answer. But she didn't answer. just went straight to voicemail. Then I finally got a hold of her husband and he's like, oh, you didn't hear? I'm like, no, I didn't hear. I haven't talked to you guys for like a week. And he's like, she dropped her phone in the ocean. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But it, she had like an iPhone four or something. I'm not. She, she's had that phone for years. Apple so Care. It's it care. about time for her to get a new one, anyways. That's but, a good excuse to get a new phone. It, it's probably the best time to lose a phone on vacation. Who needs to have a phone when you're on vacation with right. your family? Who? So who who is still able to rock an iPhone four? Like I thought they would lose support services for that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. How well, they Apple's they do up. get a lot slower because they keep updating the OS, but they still you work think... for call, calls and basic apps and things. We just don't update it ever. Yeah, you know. can avoid updating it. Eventually, I think they force you eventually, but yeah. Well, if if they're forcing an update, there's obviously an update for the phone, and it can handle it. They won't force an update to a platform that doesn't enable it uh, yes so they then, will because that's how they make money oh this is a conspiracy theory no this is just the fact that's what how, what they do i mean they do they technically quote unquote support it but the phones become so sluggish because they they, they weren't the hardware is just not designed for the new features so then they slowly force an update on people and then the phones get really slow so it, it's it's built in obsolescence really do you have any empirical data on this, Neil? Uh, just look on Reddit, man. Reddit. <laughs> it's everywhere. No, I'm asking you. You're the one pre- presenting me with this fact. I've read know. a lot about it. Um, personally, so is I, it like... I do tend to keep my phones quite a long time. I had okay. an iPhone 5 for a very long time, and it did, and, and also a very old iPad. And yeah, you know, it did. they did get, the iPad in particular pretty much became unusable. Um, the iPhone 5, I could tell it was getting there, probably had another one or two updates until it would have probably been utterly unusable. And it's not like I had anything more on it. It's not like I was doing anything more with it. I wasn't using more apps or more space or anything. It was just the the OS was just getting too far ahead of the phone. I mean, I'm not saying I think there's anything necessarily wrong with it because obviously Apple has to also produce, you know, continue continue innovating and continue to to add new features for the newer hardware. So it does make sense that the old stuff's going to start to lag behind. 
Um, but it, I think they, you know, should they force an update? Mm, it's difficult to say because supporting old stuff is is costly as well. So yeah, no, I'm not saying sure. it's evil or like a conspiracy, but it is it is a thing. Well, I still just want to see it because, like, say for example, someone had an iPhone four that had never been used, no apps really. They just started up, updated mm-hmm. the m- most current uh, software update versus the released software update what would be the speed difference and i'm I'm sure there probably would be a speed difference but i don't think it'd be that big that's a good question where, i bet you i would imagine someone's probably done a youtube video on something like that before oh, no. i, 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 I just want to see i want the science neil yeah don't want your conspiracy right, theories. i'm gonna research it i'll get back to you next week okay <laughs> i really want to know now i just don't want to put in the effort I have too many clothes to put on this week. <laughs> um, well, real quick, well, um, uh, before we start winding down, the other two things that I potentially was going to talk about was um, the deepest ocean ocean uh, dive to the Mariana Trench found plastic at the bottom. So, uh, go humans. Wow. And then um, the other one is... Uh, the Star Wars Disneyland uh, park. You're gonna have a two hour like our time limit in there or something. And yeah, I saw that. They're gonna enforce that with stormtroopers. That's cool. I mean, I like it. If they're gonna miss. How much try to shoot you? But <laughs> so this this is Disneyland. You said. Yeah, the Galaxy's Edge wing of Disneyland. You have a two hour time limit. Or yeah, whatever the time about limit it, is. All anyone's going to want to do is go there and spend the whole day there. They're never going to be able to get people out. Yeah, but what are they paying to go there? Well, then don't go. No, I, I 100% agree with that. Don't go. That's that's how the market works. I just, I'm trying to, wow. Okay, well, here it is in the in the article. Each boarding group will have a two-hour window in which guests can enter Star Wars land, but no time limit once guests are inside. So it sounds oh, okay. like... They're going to be uh, at the oh. front. That's entirely different than the story you yeah. painted about. That is well, very different. Because I, I actually read, read an article that said Disney are struggling to find, um, to figure out how to get the guests to leave um, because, you know, they're afraid that they're going to they're gonna stay there so long. It'll just become overcrowded and people are all going to, you know, att- get attracted to the new, to the new area, <laughs> which makes sense. Right, but then you're going to be able to actually enjoy what we're doing. What? I mean, like this podcast. It, it, no, no, for <laughs> Disney, like uh, that's the worst thing that people actually want to go there and spend their money and ha- take right. their time a, and have. It's a an interesting review. problem to have, though, isn't it? Because you've got people will start to not enjoy it if 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 it's so crowded. But that's demand. Possibly though. even a if safety. If it's so issue. crowded and there's that much, da- so much demand for it, that's just going to increase sales over time, and it's going to be it's going to be profitable for a while, right? It's not going to be like, I mean. If if people have to wait until it starts thinning out, I mean, there's a lot of money to be made there, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's not they're going to lose money, but it's just they want. I'm sure they still want to balance um, the experience because if it gets a really bad rep from this from the get go, there's still. I mean, but can't they you know, just? There's so the many people that are going to go regardless. Sell. It doesn't really can't they matter. Just but... limit the number of tickets they sell per day. 
Well, I guess they're kind of in a way having a certain window to where these people can enter it. This is their right. way of limiting it, right? Because I think what's going to happen is, I mean, I'm reading this article for the first time. I just go by the headlines to like stuff that we're going to talk about because I don't plan. Um, it sounds like it's going to be kind of like the fast pass where you get, you go up, you get a ticket and it says you can enter from here to here. And then I think if you leave outside of that two hour window, I don't think you're going to be allowed back in. Yeah, okay. and like there's no water, thing. there's no facilities, there's no food. So, so I, like <laughs> so for example, if you do everything in Star Wars land and you're like, oh man, Splash Mountain, because it's really hot in the summer in California, and you walk out into whatever that woodland critter land or whatever to go to Splash Mountain and you try to go back, I don't think you're going to be able to go back in unless you get one of those tickets again. So. Yeah. I think that's yeah, how they're going to staggering gonna... people out. There's, it's just a stagger, just stagger people. So I mean, those of you in. that want to go to California Adventure and ride the Cars ride, which is actually pretty fun, uh, or the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, or Pixar Pier, whatever they're calling it now, like it's those lines are going to go drastically way down. So ride those until your heart, to your heart's content. Um, there you go. Those uh, those are my articles. Or uh, this week, we just wanted Very one. Cool. Just wanted I know one. you just wanted one, but I over deliver. I under promise with one article, but I over deliver and, and with underperform. <laughs> over deliver and underperform. That's Marty Ann's motto. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> We're gonna make a shirt for you. It can be the last shirt you put on. <laughs> You can wear it as a, yeah, it's layer number 50. <laughs> uh, okay, so, okay, we have predictions on where we're going to be in 12 weeks, but how many articles of clothing, a pair of socks only counts as one one piece of clothing. How many pieces of clothing do you think you guys are going to get on? Oh, shoot, I'm going to put on a lot of socks. I reckon I can get, that's a good question, I can get 50. 50? 50. 50 pieces of clothing. I'm thinking hats, scarves, gloves, socks, underwear, undergarments, layers, coats, um, I don't know, canes, Uh, wizard staffs, anything, (laughs) props. A cane, you have to to hold it in your hand. Like, you can't just have canes leaning up against you. I'm just going to be lying on the floor with a big pile of clothes on top of me. You are going to win it, my friend. I don't know Mar- that I care enough to do that. Marty, what about you? 50? I sure could do 50. I was going to go like got 10. 50, though. That's the catch. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> we have to... You also have to have like a list of what you're wearing, too. A I little, mean... Somewhat. You know. I got I to gotta look back at what she was wearing. Like, No, Marty. I, not I just, her. You. I want No, you I'm saying I just want to get more on than she did. Like, that's... Okay, that's but what, what do you think? For. All right, fine. But what do you think 20? you're going to get on? Just, just 20? 20? 20? Like, okay. All right. I'll write that down. I'm not going to cheat and wear like several dresses like that woman did, but, you know, like a couple of- I do uh, have a Goodwill near me. A couple athletic pants. I'm going to I'm gonna record it, actually, shorts. since we're going to go- Since we're doing this, I'm recording it, and I'm going to stick it on the internet and- People, people will <laughs> millions of people will your, watch uh, it, and then within two weeks, channel? we'll have over a million listeners. 
Okay. All right. Um, I think I'm somewhere between that 50 and 20, but I definitely want to, I want to win. So I guess I have to say 51. It's on. It's on. All right. That's fighting time. What, what, does, what does the winner get? What are the stakes here? Fame and glory. Fame and glory. Okay. How about we'll put that question out to our listeners. What is the reward for winning? Most original answer wins. So we'll look at the answers as the week goes on, and then we'll talk amongst ourselves. And before we uh, release the data, what what day do we want to post our pictures? Uh, I'm going to need time to do it. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. So let's say, um, well, before we record i imagine so yeah let's let's well, so my, say on my wife is away my wife is leaving for a couple of days on a business trip on wednesday so i can do it any day between wednesday and friday when she returns so well uh, yeah okay so any day do it between then i say we get it out on saturday or something is when we'll put it out there well looks like i'm gonna bring in a bunch of clothes and be putting on clothes and having a uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, That's a general idea. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. This is going to be great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, for you guys, uh, at Optional Plans on Twitter or Plans Are Optional on Facebook, let us know what the winner should get for the most pieces of clothing worn uh, between me, Marty, and Neil. Marty's goal is to beat the uh, professional lady that doesn't have any shoelaces Neil wants to get 50 pieces of clothing on wizard staff and all and I just want to beat Neil so whatever you guys think get at us and we'll kind of debate on the answers and feel free to comment on other people's answers and we'll see where this takes us do you know how week. hot this is going to be if we're it, it is are you going to do any hot, but... are you going to do any jumping jacks uh when you have all the clothes on Neil? I don't know I'm going to be able to put my arms down. It's going to be I'm like gonna a be Christmas like the story. Guy from... Okay. Anyways, I'm going to I'm going to be like the guy from Big Hero 5. I won't be able to jump. Beta man. It's going to be rolling around like a big Arizona. ball of clothes. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I'll be... do? You know what I could do <laughs> if it's really good is I could just roll down the stairs. You can order a pizza and uh, answer the door like that. <laughs> answer the door wearing <laughs> 50 layers of clothing. The complete opposite of my... Yes. And then that's the moment Neil realizes his wallet's in the first pair of pants he's put on. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pizza okay. guy will never come by again. <laughs> All right. So that's the plan. That's what we're doing. Let us Sounds know. good. Thanks for listening. This is what we do to get listeners. Hey, we have to get to 400 somehow.